This is a podcast from Rover. This is Rex Rural Exchange with a great team from Carter's Tyres and it is time now for a week of it and we're joined by executive producer, host of Rural Today, Rex Today, Dom George. G'day Dom, how are you? G'day team, how are we getting on? Yeah, no, very good, very good. Great to have you on the show as always. Um, we'll have a bit of banter about the old coronation and things in the moment. I'm sure you've got some views on that. But the uh, the free trade agreement ratified, that's um, pretty positive. Good news, really. Um, I mean, the thing about it is I think there's something like 15 years that sort of gets sort of drip-fed for some things. Uh, so we're looking at uh, apples, butter, cheese, beef, sheep meat progressively will become tariff-free over 15 years. So it's not quite a, um, you know, a lightning bolt, but... Yeah. It's not just a open the gates. Mm. <laughs> Exactly. The floodgates won't open with this one, particularly, you know, for those key uh, the key commodities that I just mentioned, uh, just mentioned there. But um, it does have the potential, according to the prime minister anyway, to grow New Zealand's GDP by a billion dollars a year. Um, you know, and uh, I just think that it's, um, you know, it's one of those things that we've been looking for for, for, for a while. Um, ever since, uh, you know, it was like the, you go back to 1973 when uh, the UK entered the EU and there was a farming uh, disaster, people uh, openly uh, weeping in terms of, um, you know, propping up uh, or, you know, having our industry uh, basically largely exporting to uh, to the UK and that's obviously changed radically in the intervening uh, 30, uh, 30, 40 years so, or 50 years actually now isn't it, I do my math um, yeah so this is, uh, I just think it's a uh, you know, we knew it was coming but uh, just to have that rubber stamped and uh, good, you know, underway is uh, can't, can't be a bad thing at all mm. Yeah well the, the UK Parliament's ratified it and the agreement will come into force on, on May 31 so it's less than a month away and obviously tariff free access is, is a pretty big deal so I think it's yeah, and, it's, and 69% of current exports will be tariff-free from the first day it's in force. So, yeah, which is um, you know, significant. Oh, absolutely, 69%, and yeah. uh, the other ones that I mentioned, uh, you know, gradually phased in um, over those uh, over those 15, 15 years. So, uh, yeah, look, uh, look, you know, kiwi fruit as an example currently subject to an eight percent tariff which is going to be gone at the end of the month, right? So things like that, examples like that uh, across the board um, will be, you know, wel- welcome, I'm sure. I've already had uh, Apiculture uh, NZ um, have uh, have come through saying they welcome the uh, the government's announcement uh, that this uh, free trade agreement will come into, into force um, at the end of May. Uh, who else has come out? There's yeah, been, been a, a few others as well. There's been a farmers. bit of a flood this morning. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, so universally praised, and why wouldn't it be? Yeah. Do you know? I I reckon we have to give some credit to the politicians here because someone's obviously done a lot of hard work negotiating this. Uh, it doesn't just uh, they didn't just wake up one day and say, "Hey, I think we'll um we'll let New Zealand have a free trade agreement." I mean, I'm sure there's a, a large group of people that have been involved yeah. in making this yep. happen, but I think there's obviously been some really good work go on to make this happen, so it's, yeah, credit to those good people. Work, good point, Bex. It's very easy to uh, cane our politicians. Yep. They make it easy uh, a lot of the time. But you also <laughs> have to say when, um, you know, you also have to give credit where credit's due. And, uh, and we've seen these FTAs over the past 12 months or so 
um, that uh, have, have, you know, have been the result, as you say, probably years of hard work and negotiations. And I remember speaking uh, with somebody involved in these negotiations last year, and they were talking about um, the fact that a lot of it was done with the COVID lockdowns. A lot of the stuff was done on bloody Zoom meetings at 3.30 in the morning yeah. and things like that to get the UK and all these other countries and, and, and bits and pieces like that. So, yeah, there's a good point. Uh, graft has been done here and uh, the right result has come to. And now we look, uh, I guess the next one we look towards is India. Mm. Okay, Dom, uh, the... Uh Tonight is the King's Coronation. Will you be watching that, or would you rather watch back-to-back episodes of Beverly Hills 90210? I'm going with uh, the uh, 90210 there, my good friend. <laughs> oh, you won't, you won't be staying up all night oh. waving your little British flag and having a cup no, of tea? I'm not a royalist uh, at all. In any, mm. Yeah, no, yeah. I, it just it does not resonate with me, any of the royal stuff at all. Um, I find it... Uh, Rather turgid and uh, exceedingly boring. Why um, does this and, not surprise yeah. me? Hamish yeah. just snorted. I snorted yeah, yeah, I love it. Oh, I love well, it. Turgid, such a good word. Are you going to be watching? Is that what you're telling me? No. No, I tell you what I'll be watching, and it's not the King's Coronation. But I it know is what this... it'll be. That'll be in the UK, though. Yes, it? this has been a very British week of it, hasn't it? Um, yeah. It will be, yes, badminton. I will be watching badminton. Um, even the King's Coronation has interfered with badminton. Like They've moved it because of the coronation, which actually means it's actually quite good for me because it's coinciding with opening duck shooting weekend. So the cross country will be, it would normally be Saturday night our time, but it's going to be Sunday night our time. So nice. that means I can get home from duck shooting and uh-huh. I can settle in. I've renewed my subscription to badminton TV. <laughs> Oh, beautiful. Oh, they have a badminton TV. Wow. Yeah, yeah, well, what happens is some very smart people have figured out that actually the event themselves, so Burley does it as well, which is the other big five-star, mm. they actually have their own badminton TV and Burley TV, and so the event themselves are making the money directly by charging you £20, which is about $40 New mm. Zealand or maybe more. Yeah. And you get a year's subscription, but obviously the rest of the year nothing happens. Yeah, but for <laughs> for forty bucks, that's good entertainment. Oh, I I pay it. Yeah. I would I, no qualms. Credit card out, yeah. like yep. not bothered. Boom. But smart move by the organisers because yeah. it's not televised on anything else. If you want to watch it and you're not at that's the a event, really good point. You yeah. have to buy it directly from Badminton TV or Burley TV. So they, it's another money thing. another way for them to make money. Mm. Yeah, and I like that because, again, it's user pace. If you want to watch it, it is there. Go for it uh, for it's, a, sort yeah. of a nominal fee. And if you don't, well, you don't have to bother. And, and uh, it's well done. Whole, yeah. You know, like it, it's oh, yeah, got, I was going to ask you about that. The production yeah. value is at the same. Yeah, yeah. It it's got a, you know? good. You know, they have good commentary, and they also do quite a lot. I mean, I should say they do add value. They they televise everything from the first inspe- horse inspection, which I should say has been, and all of the New Zealand horses were accepted. We've got eight. Combinations, I think. Um, That's great. Yeah, um, and so dressage is is um, getting underway soon. But um, they who's do... the favourite New Zealander uh, competing? Well, you'd have to say Tim Price. They were obviously on mm. Tim and Janelle, uh, husband and wife, number one and two in the ranked mm. in the world. Janelle's actually not competing this year, but Tim has two horses. Um, I'm not sure though because one of them has a slightly dubious show jumping track record. 
very good mm. in the dressage and cross country. And the other one is a younger horse, but it did win at five star on debut. I'm getting very, te- I'm getting into yeah. the detail here, but I love it. You, old... You'd have to say Tim because he's obviously highly ranked. But I'm backing um, Mozzie Amanda Pottinger, uh, who will be at her second badminton with Ferg, who is a tiny little thoroughbred who just makes the cross country look super easy and. I'd expect him to do a pretty good dressage test. He he just needs to leave a few more rails up in the show jumping. Yes, the old rails Our up in the show jumping. Expert. Equine expert. Becca Greaves out of Pongaroa and out of Dunedin. Dom, George, Dom, I'll, I'll let you go now because I'm introducing a story that you're about to bring to us. So stand by. <laughs> Over and out. Thanks very much. Executive producer of the show, uh, Dom George, is going to be with us in again about 10 seconds because the hunt is on for a new Farmlands director. Farmlands is New Zealand's largest farmer-owned rural supplies cooperative. On the board are six elected shareholders and three independent directors. Uh, Dr. Warren Parker has been on the Farmlands boards for five and a half years. He's stepping down and, of course, uh, Dom caught up with him to talk about his time on the board and to maybe encourage those prospective directors out there to put their hat in the ring.